Welcome to another fabulous edition of Splash Trash, man, the G Splash Review Show. I'm your host, Bradley Baxter, and always riding shotgun, my man, Chris Bucky Watts. That's me. Round hello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello, 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 hello. Happy to be here, Brad. Happy to be here. <laughs> it's a comic book day, so today we're, uh, we're, yeah. we're talking all about Marvel's uh, new story arc. Everyone's happy about that. Uh, yeah, it's really, real big, real real huge. It's going unbelievably. It's going extra, extra. Yeah, for sure. Uh, mm-hmm. Marvel's new story arc is called War of the Realms. Before we get too deep into it, we're just going to go over the first, I think, act and a little bit of uh, the setup up to date because everything's obviously not out yet. And then we'll rate that, obviously, Splash, Trash, or Matt as far as the, the first act. Uh, this arc is very, sim- I want to say similar or along the same lines as almost Thor The Dark World. If you're familiar with the movies, I feel like that would be a good reference to, to kind of what's going on. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I mean, I think that that's a huge part of just, I mean, Thor in general, obviously, is a big piece of this. But yeah, I mean, that's where you're going to get the main villain that's in this series and kind of being familiar, which is so interesting how that can be such a bad movie. But right. yet it's the only thing that you would watch that would relate to the biggest event that Marvel has going this year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because I actually I watched it again and I hadn't seen it in years and I was like oh this is similar to what I'm reading right now yeah like oh okay all right let's see what's happening it worked out it actually helped me out a little bit more than I thought it would this week's drop let's talk about that for a second drop the drop what's dropping this week uh so this week Guardians of the Galaxy number four nice we've been talking about this for a while and I feel like it's this kind of ties in it's like the end of Infinity Watch or Infinity arc they had they just had yeah it's kind of like slowly tying into this but it's it's kind of parallel it's yeah they're like doing their they're in it's all in space but they're kind of doing their own separate thing right now because this used to be one story that was happening together and now this is like an offshoot very interesting relevant to each other but they're like uh, different areas and different pockets i guess i would say um so that series has been great um and then spider-man life stories number two now I, we talked about this a little bit beforehand and uh, i read it i read the first one and this one's going to take place in the 70s so basically this is just peter parker continuing to be spider-man and what would happen in those times instead of restarting over huh. the the different volumes so it's like we had the 60s interesting now the 70s 80s and 90s and so forth so it's actually pretty good it's a lot better than i thought it was going to be oh you you've read that one not number two but number one number oh, one. But number one was a good setup mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay okay all right okay and then uh we got a true believers on here which is perfect timing obviously is on purpose although i find this very weird that they titled it this way uh it's called true believers it's, and that's yeah it's the um you know the throwback or like the retro comic book that they bring up it's usually a dollar Sometimes they'll they'll get a little greedy, like the first appearance of Wolverine just had a reprint <laughs> and they charge full price for that. Those bastards. Yeah, sons of bitch. But the, yeah, Avengers Endgame number one. Uh, this is actually Avengers number seventy one from the nineteen sixty three uh, pocket. Have you read this one at all, Chris? No. I re- I looked at this when I saw this come up because we have Marvel Unlimited. I was like, oh man, I wonder if there's any spoilers in here or how close together this is. I didn't read it. I just skimmed over it because I didn't really want to. Right. But I was just curious. I was just like, this is kind of an odd one, but it's not really titled. It doesn't say that on the cover that it's called Endgame. It says like the final something. It's so it's definitely a promote. It, it's absolutely promotional material, right? Yeah. Like, there's it, no. I mean, this is absolutely just exists to pump the movie, right? Yeah. I think it's just another like 
Let's just throw this out there too. Yeah, might as well give them what give them what they want. Yeah, so I I, I definitely don't think there's any tie into the movie, but there might be like a joke or a fucking sure whatever. Freaking little nod. Little, Hello there, look at us. Yeah, so that's a that's the drop this week. It's actually kind of a slow week, not necessarily a slow week, but definitely for DC. I didn't see anything really popping from DC except like yeah, DC's just got like their normal stuff. They're kind of they kind of do a thing with Marvel. I feel like where they you know, it, it's sort of the opposite effect when two companies make a very similar movie and put it out at the same time to try and compete. I feel like Marvel and DC have gotten into this pattern where, like, if Marvel's doing their big giant event that they're running, then DC's in the phase where they're building up to their big giant event so that when Marvel's ends, then they can launch theirs. And it's just kind of this back and forth. I feel like they, like, time it up. Share in the market. So, like, they, they're like, you know what? We don't... The, the comic market already is so, you know whatever the way it is not 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 growing exponentially so like why would we cannibalize each other like let's just stagger it so that we can be successful when the other one's doing you know build up yeah and the other thing i noticed too at the comic book shops there's been a lot of books to come out yeah man they pumping they're pumping them out like the the racks are overflowed <laughs> midtown usually has the top row and that's like all the new stuff for the week but they had two rows like two and a half Damn. or a row and a half that was like the new this week but I believe it's because all the variants and then right. all this other shit. So, <laughs> so it's it's been wild lately. I've noticed that. Here we go. Yeah, there's lots lots going on. But Chris, let's talk about War of the Realms. Yeah, let's do it. Let's dive into it. Um, the Dark Elf Malekith wages war, a war that's spread from one uh, otherworldly realm to the next, setting them all ablaze. Now it's time for that war to finally explode into the last realm standing, ours. Uh, all the worst monsters from the Ten Realms come pouring in over the globe, and it will take the biggest heroes in the Marvel Universe to stop them from conquering Earth and the whole realm. Uh, Jason Aaron is the writer on this, and he's been building this for the last six years in his Thor comic book, and ramifications will have a lasting effect on the Marvel Universe for years to come. This goes back, actually, all the way. There's a prelude to the whole story arc that Marvel put out recently, and it's like a basically a graphic novel it's pretty thick but it goes all the way back to 1966 i believe he took a story from there or something blew it out and then some something happened there and he took that and like sparked this whole thing and it goes through like thor's storyline but you're talking runs through a few issues of thor god of thunder the uh, mighty thor in 2015 mighty thor again uh there was like two of them in there around that time 2015 i think that's when he lost the mantle and it went to jane yeah, and they went to Jane, yeah. and they did this whole thing where there's like a different Thors or different universes, and things like got fractured, and then they were like with different storylines, and they really, they really went down a couple roads with Thor. Yes. So now it's it's coming full. I don't know if you call that full circle, but it's coming back. I don't know what it is. It's, it's definitely coming to something. Yes, it's come back around, and Jason Aaron is back at the helm, and Act One really starts. I would say, Chris, you talked about uh, the first like five issues of Thor. That you read a while ago yeah i believe it really starts there you could probably argue or go back even further if you wanted to a little bit of the infinity stuff and kind of seeing where thor is and whatnot but thor finally got the mantle back mm -hmm. he took yep. over because uh jane foster got sick she technically yeah, just, i thought she, she died but she didn't die like mjolnir whatever the hammer got broken and then so she couldn't change back into thor and then she like was gonna die because she couldn't and then she convinced Thor Odin's son to take on the mantle again, and then he did, and it was like through a different ham. I'll tell you this much. 
This whole Thor thing, you, you mentioned it, this being a six part or a six year buildup, like this is no joke. This goes back so far. Like today I was doing a recap and kind of reading the story. There are pieces of this arc that were happening in 2015. Pieces of like the main Malekith, like doing certain things and building an army here. And like, it's a very complex story in so many ways. And then when you start reading it, you're just like, oh my God, there's so much stuff they've done in Thor that I had no idea was happening. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, it's obviously too was um, years after the movie came out. So Yeah, I mean, the whole thing is just like the timing of it. I mean, number one, I will say this, that that the whole reason that I know anything at all, and, and I could even be wrong at this point, is that whole, that little arc that I read that you were talking about, which is basically a flash forward that shows like years and years after after our whole like, where earth has been destroyed because of these decisions that loki made and then he became king loki and and then so now now king thor and old man phoenix which is wolverine with the phoenix force in him have to team up to go and destroy him because there's like nothing left in the universe other than these three characters like that was all just to show like what happened when loki made a decision to align with malekith and like try and become trying his hands on the infinity stones and become this like become a king loki and so then the whole thing gets all twisted on itself like it was a bonker story that i love but like the fact that that all plays into this wild story of like politics and people marrying people it's like game of thrones basically for thor like <laughs> crazy monsters from all of norse mythology and like this person is tricking this person with magic so they can get married and Malik is aligning yeah. with these people, but making these people turn on each other and, and everyone's all fractured because of this monster and this monster. Like it feels like this is a six issue heavy arc because they're going to finally see it finished. But like, it feels like it's just a comic line that's been going on on its own forever. Just to add on to what you're saying, the first couple Thor books in this volume definitely go back and forth from like a current timeline to like a future timeline yeah and it goes wild back. and then there's that weird there's like multiple universes too there's like other thors that get involved because of like an alternate reality and then there's that uh ego versus this worm thing that has this interlude did you, did you read that too i mean that's just one part of it there's that whole ego thing and then ego has the all black like the first symbiote ever right and that's like the living sword and then like he they like fight and then the thing changes sides like that shit I didn't even know existed. And it's like a huge part of this one side of the story. Yeah, I think that's like the setup because Venom is going to be involved in, in yeah. this storyline. But I think that's at first I was reading that. I was like, what the fuck is this? No, like, but it seems no, like I did the same thing. I clicked. I was like all black. and It's like symbiote. First symbiote was like the the thing that originally was on like this dark evil god. And, and I was like, what the fuck am I reading right now? It has something called a God bomb. And that was like, I've, I've heard over the last few years that this Thor run has been amazing, but I just was like, oh, okay. Like, I don't know if I'm really into that. Now I know what goes into it. And I think it's really impressive, but I'm almost afraid because there's so much to learn. Like even the recaps throwing names at me and shit. And I'm like, I don't know who Smargleblarb is. <laughs> yeah. There's a few Thor turns out has a brother who's been dead, but. Uh, it's that part of, of it gets a little bit complex, but to catch everybody up, uh, in case you don't want to start there and you want to start at War of the Realms number one, basically everybody from the different realms have been at war and and Malekith has taken over. So now he's bringing the war to Earth, Midgard, and he's brought every monster being from Ice Giants and everybody to Manhattan, Times Square. Oh. All the realms have come to New York. Cue in all the Marvel characters. There's a lot of characters in this. You got everybody from Spider-Man, Daredevil, 
Squirrel Girl, mm-hmm. everybody, uh, Wolverine, Cap, She-Hulk, Black Panther, Captain Marvel. They're all in it. Iron Man, Fantastic yeah, Four. Like finally, finally, this isn't just a Thor story. Now it's finally to the point where they were like, okay, we can involve all of Earth, and that'll bring all the heroes into it because it's really just been a Thor problem for the last decade. Also, the Rainbow Bridge is broken. He kind of can't move the same way. All in all, so far, um, Chris, did you read the first issue? Uh, yeah, yeah, I did. I did. I mean, there's a lot, maybe just them having some learnings over the last few years. Like, there's a lot that goes into this. And like, we just we just scratched the surface right. in our endless ramblings about it and what we think we might know. But like, they do a good job of like trying at least to give you what you need to know. Like, hey, this is real big. Lots of characters, lots of names. Right. We hope you're a little prepared. But here's the general idea. This is a bad Dark Elf. He's got all the other ones, and he's going to come to Earth. And we don't want that. Enjoy. <laughs> so, like, they do a good job of that. Not just dropping in and being like, you're on planet Zaltar. You already know Glarbensnarb, and he's real mad at Celebrity Blurb. Like, they kind of, they at least kind of, you know, there's always exposition where characters like, Midgar, what's that? So, like, it's Earth, dummy. Yeah, oh, right. right. Here we go. And they run off together. It's like, okay. Now, going forward, we could talk a little bit more about spoilers so far, because I've actually read all the way up to Journey into the Mystery, number one. Okay. Nice. The Squirrel Girl one, and I'm going to put together, I put together a reading order, and I'll put that in the description. So if you want to jump on board, you can follow the, the guidelines through Act One. And then the final three issues of Act One drop next week next wednesday i read war of the realms and in that you see towards i think towards the end loki finally just gets eaten (laughs) it's like great yeah and then perfect uh squirrel girl actually gets teleported there somehow and starts talking to loki so this happens before the end of that issue it's definitely just setting up everything right now the war of the realms journey into the mystery was an a pretty interesting book it's kind of like a road trip uh miles morales and they're trying to protect this baby so far it's it's gotten off to a good start but like you said there's a lot of like it's a lot of slow startups right now and it's gonna right it's supposed to re- there's gonna be three acts supposed to last all through summer and it's ch- apparently it's gonna change the marvel universe forever or at least for now do you find that um some of the the way that thor and like all these people from asgard talk somewhat challenging to follow i definitely think that uh they in recent years especially have real have really leaned into this whole asgard being a different place and then you know these being other worlds i feel like when you go back and read old thor comics like yes he said things out of order very strange but mostly it was just his bubbles in his comics were like italicized or in like a papyrus looking font now I definitely agree. Like they they talk in very like high old English, like the and it's it's sometimes be difficult to talk because they're talking to each other and they're all just like hard and and said and blurp and dirt and it's like okay man like I get it though I mean it develops the character more it makes it more realistic which is what we really want but yeah I actually have found that too I've seen that in a few comments where I'm like what the fuck did you just say like he's throwing all the geese and these yeah i found some some of it a little bit confusing i think the thing that gets me too is like i sometimes you can't tell who's talking oh yeah yeah so that that's also been a, that, you know that's an interesting issue you brought up because i don't know how many comic book readers we have that listen but if you do you might feel the same way there have been a lot of comics recently where there's a lot of fucking bubbles going on <laughs> and it, it's hard to tell who they are like 
It used to be that there was a little line that went to somebody's mouth. Sometimes they still do that. But then they're like, okay, well, what we'll do is we'll make them different colors or we'll change the font. Right. But like, there's been like four or five comics I've read in the last month where like there have been pages I have to go back and read a few times. I'm like, who the fuck is saying something right now? Like, there's nine people in a room. Every bubble is exactly the same font, color, everything. And it's like very specific dialogue to a character, but I don't know where it's coming from. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, what's going on here, guys? Like, give a line or do something. Or and then it'll pan to the next panel and like, no one's saying anything. And you're like, there's like, like five wait, people there, and you're what? like, who said what? Like now nobody's talking. Yeah. Everybody was talking, and now nobody's talking. <laughs> it's definitely cool because you got everyone involved. Like Thanos is even involved. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually really cool to see this kind of twist so far, and it's only gonna get bigger. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. Um, I'm I'm calling it a splash right now. It, it's definitely way better already than Captain America being a Hydra. <laughs> Was that Secret Empire? It's better than yeah, that. Yeah, uh, Secret Secret War, Secret Empire. Oh yeah, Secret Empire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the end of Captain America one is like Hail Hydra. Oh yeah, Hail Hydra. There we we're we're over. I'm trying to think. What was the the arc last year? The big one they did last year was uh, oh Infinity. Uh, yeah, but it was like Infinity. It wasn't as wasn't crazy big. No, this is like a this is a real real big one. Yeah, I mean, this, this one's gonna be big. It's one of the biggest ones I can remember actually. I try to read all of them. I know you try you you just read, like reading the main stories, right? Mm, I do. Yeah. The the there's just I mean even this list you put together. I mean you you mentioned like all the people that are involved, but like just Act One is like. 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 19 comics. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, is that counting the, the green on the next page? Oh, yeah, that's not even counting the... Yeah, so you're looking at, you know, 22 yeah. comics to get through the first to get through the first thing. And, like, some of them, like, I get it. I, I've had fun in the past. I, 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 if I had more time and more money, I would be down with that. Because there was a time when, like, uh, I remember Annihilation was a big one for me uh civil war especially the first civil war i was buying every one shot every little side arc that didn't make a house of m was a big one for me too where i was yeah. like oh there's a cool iron man run that's four comics like i was buying all that now i'm like looking at this i'm like you know i just don't give a shit what freaking squirrel girl's up to like, yeah it, it might be important later and then there's like, also references to like past issues that are in there and you're like oh man yeah, like, you're like oh, what's that what do they yeah. talk about War of the Realms Punisher number one. It's like it's like Punisher with his guns and he's got to fight like dragons. And I'm like, that's a really cool thing. But do I really need to spend the money to see this happen? Yeah. So I, what I'll do is I'll I'll buy the one, the main line or whatever, and then I'll I'll read digitally like Annihilation. When I first got into that, I was a little overwhelmed being in a huge, amazing, but but very big galactic comic series. But from that. I was able to branch off and read the uh, Nova series. And I mm, now I mm -hmm. love Nova because I discovered that or learn a bunch of shit about Silver Surfer that comes up at like freaking trivia nights. Like <laughs> it's things like that that I pull out of that. And you can learn from the big events because you actually get to see characters interacting and characters you might not ever find. You might just not go to the store and pick up like, oh, yeah, I'll just pick up freaking She-Hulk. No, but in this one, you might be reading something. You're like, oh, damn, She-Hulk's pretty badass. I want to check that out. Yeah, or they'll make a reference to something you're like, oh, that sounds cool. What happened there? Oh, what's what are they talking about? Tell yeah. me more about that. Um, there is a new character coming into play though. Uh, I don't know if you've heard about this, but I haven't. Her name is Wave. Uh, she is a part of New Agents of Atlas. I'm not sure when she makes her first appearance, but uh, Amadeus Cho apparently looks like number three. She's gonna make an appearance, but I don't. It doesn't really say anything. Just has a picture of her. 
So be on the lookout for that. Uh, take, a, take a look. Look out for Wade. Watch out for the Wade. Uh, next <laughs> next week's drop, drop. Continuing on this story is Avengers number 18, Venom number 13, and War of the Realms, Uncanny X-Men, numero one. So before that comes out, be sure to read as much as you can if you if you have the time. Do you have the time? Anyway, uh, <laughs> check those out. I definitely will. Chris will. will. Mm-hmm. Maybe in a couple weeks we'll do part two, see where we're at, see where it's going, and like I said, we'll get it cracking. Uh, that's going to do it yeah, for this episode of Splash Trash Meh. Let us know what you're reading. Hit us up at gsplashbc at gmail.com. Also, there's going to be a link in the description below. We now have hoodies and t-shirts uh, up for sale. And... We get a nice little cut off that, which uh, contributes to our show. Keep it moving, paying for, you know, things like website hosting and things like that. So all the, all the little stuff, all the all the little stuff that that we've been. It'll, it'll keep the lights on. Keep Plus the lights dope on. Ass right. Shirts. right, right. It's a cool design. It's a uh, real Disney, real Disney like. Definitely check those out in the link below if you want to see uh, the shop and then we'll post pictures and stuff on Instagram. Chris, you got anything else you want to drop? Oh, Go ahead. I'm going to let you say No, them. you go first. I was going to say, got, definitely, <laughs> definitely check out our show, our weekly show, G-Splash, uh, immediately following this episode. And Chris, what you got? Uh, just uh, as I do every time we talk about comic books, support your local comic shop. I know there are cool apps out there like uh, Marvel Unlimited and DC, uh, whatever that is, DC Plus or whatever, uh, DC Universe uh, uh, that are great. You can get digital comics, but you know, if you want to have that feel of a comic book in your hand, or you want to explore and find new things and pick up graphic novels, or just talk to other people that might be into the same shit that you're into, go support your local com- comic Absolutely. book shop. They're awesome. They're great. It's just a fun environment to be in and get some stuff. You had no idea existed way better than the experience you could have on your phone. Not to discredit that those apps are awesome. So support your local com- comic book shop. And, uh, that's it for me. Uh, and, be on the lookout because May 4th is free comic book day. Oh. So if you, that's a good opportunity for you to find in your local comic book shop. Hit them up. See what they're about. Get your little couple free comics. They'll set you up for uh, what's going on in all these different universes. And we'll get you set. Uh, I'm Bradley Baxter. It's my man Chris Bucky Watts. We out of here, baby.